Welcome back. Hello, welcome to Nintendo Nostalgia, episode 243. I'm your host, Jacob Rush. I'm joined by my co-hosts, Chris, Josh, and Ryan. We are back, and we are playing with power. Gentlemen, how's it going? It's going great. Wonderful. <laughs> Not too bad. Uh, good. It's so good to be on, guys. I know I haven't been on as much lately, just cranking away at college, and... Um, getting there one step at a time, but I obviously you have to make time for E3, no matter what's going on in life, you got to make time. It's, it's the Christmas for, for gamers. And, you know, obviously today's going to be about our Nintendo predictions. Um, but I am so stoked to be here. I'm excited for the season. Um, but with that said, there's a lot leading up to it. We still want a radical wreck. So I think it's appropriate time to get back into what we've been radical wrecking about. I think I want to go first because I haven't done it in a long time. Um, <laughs> I'm simply just stoked, obviously, for E3. I'm excited with all the rumors, and we don't know. Will we have a Switch Pro announcement, you know, tomorrow or not? Will we? Um, I'm excited to see, even if it doesn't happen before, I think Nintendo has a history of, like, as soon as E3 is over, like, the next week they announce something, and everyone's like, why didn't they show that at E3? I remember, well, I think it was E3 20, maybe 17 or 18, where, like, they had their event, and literally the next week, they announced their Super NES Mini, <laughs> and uh, Ryan was texting me. I was in Seattle at the time, and uh, I just remember that, and it's just like, why didn't they show that at E3, you know? The SNES Classic, and, uh, and you know, Nintendo surprises us with that. So, I mean, I'm hoping it's before E3 we hear about the Pro. But I think it'll be, if, if not, it'll, I think it'll definitely be soon after. Um, and I don't know. There's just so much going on. I'm just excited for E3 to be here. The hype and our E3 get together. Um, or we've all been chit-chatting about what to bring and what we're going to do. It's just going to be a good, good time. Uh, I'll pass it off to you, Ryan. How about you? Um, I am radical vaccine about just, you know, of course, the hype that is building for E3. I am not hyping responsibly at all. I'm going to try to keep my predictions pretty low key. Um, but my my personal like belief that this is the year that all the things that I've always wanted Nintendo to do is what's going to happen. Because, you know, just coming off of 2020, like, I'm so ready for Nintendo to be like awesome. You know, they've got they've had all this time to work on things and, and prepare this awesome lineup schedule. They've had like a delay with with COVID and everything. So I just I, I want them to hit the notes right on this on this, uh you know, direct that they're doing. Um, but I'm also like getting in writing the hype waves of the uh, the switch uh, pro the Nintendo Super Nintendo switch, the whatever it's going to be called. And uh, just looking forward to uh, kind of like. Wait, my options if I want to pick it up when it comes out, or if I want to wait for a Metroid uh, version, uh, special edition uh, Switch. But uh, it's still kind of like I'm on the fence. I'm probably still gonna try to pre-order it, but um, but I'm I'm just excited that Nintendo is doing something newer and hearing all the rumors flying around. And I just want to know, like, I want to know more specifics. Like, the, I'm I'm getting like hyped by all the little clues that you find, like the Bluetooth enabled on the in the coding and the up the updater 
that there's a way to update the doc's firmware, which the doc doesn't have any firmware. It's just a pass-through right now. So like there might be some tech in the doc, um, whether it be like kind of blue Bluetooth interface or something. I don't know. Um, or just maybe it's just USB 3.0 like upgrades or something. Who knows? Um, but just kind of really hyping all about that is what I'm really excited for right now. As far as gaming goes, um, I played a little bit more of Super Mario Sunshine, collected a few more, uh, you know, shines, and it's all good. All good, but I haven't been doing much else other than that. Um, I think Duel Links has kind of taken up most of my time with gaming, or just I'm working a lot and prepping for a birthday party for tomorrow for Draco. So uh, Draco's big three zero. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but other than that, I think that's about it. Josh. Yeah, so I'll start with kind of the the gaming side of things. Of course, being excited about E3. Um, I am planning on going to, for those who don't know where I live in West Virginia, I am planning on driving to Indiana again this year to be with Jacob, Ryan, and the rest of the gang in that area um, for E3. Usually hang out a few days. Um, did that last time in 2019, which was awesome because that's when they announced Banjo and Kazooie for Smash and the sequel to Breath of the Wild, some other cool stuff. So that was cool. Um, but yeah, just... Uh, Mostly been playing, believe it or not, even though it's not, again, sometimes I jump into genres, it's not always my thing, um, but uh, I've been playing Dragon Quest Eleven through my Xbox Game Pass, um, and I've put a, I don't know, a decent amount of hours into it so far. It's pretty good. Um, you know, I, there's a few things that I guess I could say, like, gets a little repetitive maybe, but it's it's really not bad. Like, it's there's a lot to enjoy about it. I see the appeal for sure for it. Um, Along with that, I think it was last Friday, maybe. I stayed up until about 2 a.m. with my friend Casey playing through Donkey Kong Country 2 again, just for kicks. And we completed that game again. <laughs> so that's always a good time. Um, played some Fortune Street, so that's kind of a random one. So yeah, just a little bit of that jumping around everywhere. Yeah, I know, that's, that's kind of a weird one. But every once in a while, we go back there, and for whatever reason... My wife and a couple of my friends seem to like it. Maybe more than I do, but it's it's still not bad. They do need to bring that one back. Um, but yeah, um, outside of that, I have been actually taking some classes through Udemy, which I'm probably saying incorrectly. Um, and one of them was for the narrative uh, and game writing, and another one was just kind of for writing in general. And now I've started one to try to learn Unity, which seems to be a little difficult, especially with my laptop. Just kind of finding the time to sit down and do it is um, sort of a trip in its own. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited to hopefully pick it up and hopefully really make something of all this stuff in the future. Um, kind of step out and away from my current um, line of work, um, hopefully sooner rather than later. So <laughs> definitely looking forward to learning more there. Um, so yeah, other than that, I, I think that's about it that I can think of off the top of my head anyway. Chris, what you got going on? Um, well, it's just been nice to have life kind of be a little bit more normal. Um, I was uh, going out with some friends over the past weekend. We had a really, really great time. Um, and I've been watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I finally finished, um, what's it called? Uh, the, uh, the Mandalorian. I think the, I mentioned that like the last time that we spoke, which was awesome. And so I'm like, you know what? Let me try uh, Falcon in the Winter Soldier. I'm really pleasantly surprised. Uh, I like, like, yeah, it's it's really good. Like, 
a very surprising amount of production value into a TV series. You know, like their budget is ridiculous. So that's pretty impressive. And uh, the stories are really good. So it's just like a nice, you know, casual thing to to watch every once in a while. So that's been cool. Uh, Gaming wise, um, again, haven't really played too much. I have been playing the game that we'll be talking about in the next week. So you can look forward to that. And also, I forgot that I bought uh, Blizzard Arcade Collection. If you guys wow. heard of that, yeah, it's Lost um, I, sorry, Lost Vikings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I only played one game in that. I didn't play that one yet. I played uh, Rock and Roll Racing, which mm-hmm. is a game that I always heard about, and I had no idea that they made this, or I don't even know if Blizzard made it at the time. I guess they, yeah, I guess they did, but it's really good. <laughs> um, it's I don't know. It's weird because you wouldn't think that it would be fun, but it just is. It's just one of those games I can't really describe why it's so why it's so fun. Um, it has like a is an item, bleh, isometric point of view, and you race that way. Which for me, that would turn me off right away, and that has. But when you play it, it's just like, oh, I don't even care. And it's crazy because it has like the licenses to all these like rock and roll songs from the '80s, and you're just listening to that. <laughs> You're racing around on these absurd, really crappy looking apocalyptic tracks. And there's just something really charming about it. And it plays just fine. It's just like a great arcade racer. So I definitely recommend that. Um, I got the collection on sale. And I think it's like $30 when it's not on sale. So it's a little steep. But if you can get it on sale, I definitely recommend it. And that's just one of the games in that collection. So um, yeah, Rock and Roll Racing is really, really fun. I always heard of it, and I'm glad that I finally own it. Um, besides that, with gaming, just been playing like Mario Kart online with some friends, and um, yeah, that's it. Just looking forward to uh, having a little bit more free time over the coming weeks and catching up on some games. I'll probably play Shantae, and um, I have definitely committed to uh, Undertale. I just haven't really gotten around to it lately, so I'll keep you guys posted on that. Awesome. Well, I uh, haven't had much time to game myself. I mean, when I do. I guess I, I'm, I've, I've been diving into I've been Pokemon snapping it more casually now. I was hardcore into it, and now it's just kind of more casual as I finish it out. Um, and I, I have been re- revisiting uh, Mario Galaxy and slowly collecting stars in that. Um, but, well, guys, I think it's time to just finally get into uh, our E3 predictions. Uh, before we get into those, though, we do have a voicemail from an old friend of the show. So let's go ahead and play that. Hey, now, screw it's old man Chris. What's up, Jake, Ryan, and young Chris? Listen, uh, I heard you guys were doing predictions, so I wanted to throw my hat in the ring. I can't uh, join you on the show, but I wanted to at least um, give you some of mine. So I'm going to give you five. Number one, Switch Plus is coming this year in September. We'll launch with Breath of the Wild 2 as a launch title for the console going to be um, a big push uh, at the E3 show. Number two, we are going to get um, a Zelda maker. It's going to be shown for the first time at E3, and it's going to be out in December. Uh, number three, um, new Smash character is going to be Travis Touchdown. We are getting No More Heroes 3 um, at some point this fall, and so to coincide with that, we are going to get him added to the Smash roster. Number four, I think we're going to get Animal Crossing DLC. And when I say this, I mean big DLC. Um, Animal Crossing has been a monster for them, and I think they want to keep supporting it. So I think we're going to get a brand new area, maybe even an online area, but an area that we'll be able to visit um, apart from the island. And then number five, 
guys, I hate to say it, but there's not going to be Metroid. Metroid is a no-show once again. I do believe that 2022 is the year of Metroid. We're going to get uh, the next Prime game, probably a 2D game. I think it's going to be big next year. But this year, I think Metroid um, as a whole is MIA for the entire show. And that's it. And then uh, just one uh, honorable mention, I do think we're going to get a new Banjo game this year. Uh, but it will be Xbox exclusive. So um, you can put that in your Diddy Kong and smoke it. Have a good show, guys. Bye. Wow. All right. I'm not sure what putting it in your Diddy Kong and smoke it means, but uh, yeah, how does like one do that? that. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, I, hey, some, where specifically? <laughs> okay. No, I, I didn't even that's get some... a hello. Like, come on now, Chris. Come on, you forgot somebody. <laughs> yeah, that's a big. Uh, I, to be fair, I don't think he's ever been on an episode with you, Josh. This Has is it? true. So I don't maybe I've talked to him before. <laughs> uh, well, man, I think Chris, uh, he has some crazy predictions. And if he is right about Banjo, um, I'll definitely, yeah, I don't even want to say definitely, because I'm, I'm always torn on that. I would get an Xbox for it, but at the same time, you kind of feel like since Banjo's been built back up through Smash, that somehow it would come to a Switch, a Switch Pro eventually. And if that was the case, I would totally wait for it to come to Nintendo. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> right now, every every year, I, I think the past three or four years, I have sat down and I have watched the Xbox presentation looking for Banjo, waiting for the trailer, and it never comes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, literally, I'm to the point where like, it's not happening. I, I, I will just be utterly shocked if it happens. I will not expect Banjo-Kazooie to show up until they prove me wrong, you know, because they just let me down every year. And that's all they had to do to get me to buy an Xbox. That's all they have had to do. If you want Jacob Russ, the longtime hater Xbox man, buy us an Xbox, bring Banjo-Kazooie back, rightfully so, in his glory, in their glory. So, but I'm curious about what you guys think about his other predictions. Um, Metroid not being at the show, that was a surprising prediction, actually. Um, I think I agree with that, honestly. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. We're not into our predictions yet, but what do you guys think of what Chris had to say? I'll I'll say again on the Metroid thing, I I think he's probably right on that, unfortunately. I feel like Retro hasn't been on it a long time for Retro standards anyway. Like, I I love Retro Studios, but it, it does take them a little while, and that's okay. <laughs> but unfortunately, I, he might be right on that. I've even questioned if the sequel to Breath of the Wild, whatever that's going to be called, is going to be there. It, it it probably will be over Metroid, but you know, I, I hope I hope we're I hope me and Chris there are wrong, but uh, we'll see. Uh, for Travis Touchdown, I thought that was an interesting choice. I don't I don't know if I caught if he said that was who he would want or just who you were predicting, but um, I would I would be all right with that. It's not he's not like my first choice or you know any means but it's definitely more interesting than some other options that i know of so that's cool i don't hear that one very often um and it sort of makes sense so yeah what about you guys yeah um i when he says that metroid is a no-show it does he mean like in any form because for me i kind of think that a 2d metroid could be happening or revealed 
uh, could be revealed during E3. Um, Metroid Prime 4, I think that could also be revealed, really. Um, could be either of those. Um, with the 2D Metroid, I think where there's smoke, there's fire. And there's a lot of smoke w with that rumor. So we'll see what happens there. Um, because we haven't heard anything about Metroid Prime 4. So who knows with that. But um, when it comes to the Zelda Maker, I think that's really interesting. So oh, yeah. um, I could see that happening. And Mario Maker sold well enough. They might want to capitalize on that. Um, regarding Travis Touchdown, um, I'm not opposed to him being in it. I think he's pretty cool. I think the games are pretty good. I just don't think that he's like iconic enough. Um, there's like where where would his stage be? What would the music be like? Like they're just not iconic. Like with Minecraft, they're kind of iconic, even though I don't care for those games. So I they it, it they made sense. Uh, you know, Stephen, whoever else is in it, Alan or whatever. Sorry, Alex. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Um, <laughs> so if he's in it, fine. If he's not. Fine. I just think he's uh, not at the top of anyone's list, really. But at the same time, we do need a Ubisoft rep, and that could be the one. Although I don't know if he's uh, not Ubisoft. Ubisoft is gonna... uh, yeah. Well, I mean, Ubisoft published the first two. They might not be publishing this third one, so uh, that would be like an indie pick if they're not. You know. We do but need anyway. Ubisoft rep, but that yeah, yeah, another story. Yeah, <laughs> but um. I last thing I'll say is like with the Animal Crossing DLC, you know, when it comes to Nintendo and predicting Animal Crossing DLC, I think the more that you expect with that, the less that they give you. So the more you put out into the universe that you want more <laughs> DLC, you will get less. So just for that, they're going to take things away from you. <laughs> That's just how it works with them and being a Nintendo fan. So I hope you're right, because Animal Crossing is not the game that I would like it to be just yet. I think there's a lot of potential that they need to dig into, but uh, I don't know with this DLC. The rollout has been disturbing <laughs> to watch, so that's just me, though. What about you, Ryan? I don't know. Uh, Chris has a way of pooping on my parade in so many ways, so I don't know. Um, oh, man, Chris, you're, you're a trip. I, I don't see a lot of those things happening, uh, but I hope that they do. Um, I'm hoping that uh, my predi my predictions also uh, uh, add to your hype uh, and all of our predictions, really. Um, and I hope that Nintendo does kind of show us some of these things. Um, I'm going to say you're dead wrong about Metroid. Uh, Metroid's going to show up, so um, in some form or fashion. But uh, other than that, um, I like I like where you're going with with your predictions. Um, I'm a little surprised uh, of the name, the, the the plus that you gave it. Like it sounds like PlayStation Plus to me. That doesn't. I feel like Nintendo's going to go out on their own and make some weird, like Wii or or like you know. No. I, I think they'll probably stay away from the new, but something unique. Um, you know, Switch. I, I they had. I like, really hope it's called a Super Switch. Honestly, mm -hmm. I would love for them to just revisit from their their past. Mm -hmm. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, as long as they don't call it new Switch, that's really all I ask. I don't care what they call it. They could call it the the Switch Hamburger for all I care. Just enough with the new moniker. I'm so sick of that. It's so stupid. Yeah. No new and no Switch U. That would confuse people too much. True. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens, and um, I I think we're gonna be, get an announcement here. Um, 
soon. I'm hoping it's tomorrow, but I'm not getting my hopes up on those, all those rumors being legit. So, but yeah, yeah um, I don't know. <laughs> other than that, um, yeah, I, I I'm a bit. I'm a bit uh, leery of Travis touchdown, though it would be cool um, to have. You know, I, I'm just cheering for Donnie over here for from PSVG, just you know, Nintendo Shack, because he really wants uh, a Travis touchdown amiibo. So I'd really hope that for him, um, but uh, I, I doubt it would happen. Um, I don't know. There's some other rep, reps we might see. Um, I'm curious just what they're gonna do with these last two. Um, whether they're going to do two announcements and just get the two out of the way, or if they're just going to save it for later, like you know, do something at the Game Awards, they'll announce the final one at the Game Awards or something like that. They do have a timeline that they have, you know, planned for these Smash reveals. So I'm th- I think we're probably going to get one. Well, there you have it. I think yeah. like Travis Touchdown. I think he's like he's a really cool looking character, and I like like the cell shaded and uh cell shaded look of him, but. I just don't think he's like that iconic of a character, but he's like a bayonetta, yeah. honestly. Right, yeah, but also like he's a sword fighting character. Like we have enough of those. Haven't they heard the complaints? Hey, that's okay. exactly why he <laughs> would make Katana. it. Thank you. Right, <laughs> it's not a sword. It's a katana. <laughs> uh, it uh, looks we like also a sword. got like it fights like a sword. We also <laughs> got Joker. Like I know no one who knew who Joker was when he yeah. was announced. Like personally, <laughs> so, I don't know. Anyway. We have some uh, Facebook comments uh, that uh, people have responded with their own predictions for E3. Uh, so we'll go ahead and take it away, Chris, over on our Facebook page. All right. So uh, thank you, everyone, for uh, responding to my post. So I'm just going to read off some of the comments that uh, some of you guys wrote. So Jason wrote, Xenoblade Chronicles export, please. And I think that's actually a pretty realistic thing. So we'll see. Um Andrews says, Breath of the Wild 2, release date, fall. Nintendo Switch Pro, fall. New Mario game announced. Arceus footage. New 2D Metroid. Mario Rabbids 2. And Splatoon 3. Uh, Well, I think Splatoon 3 will be happening, but the rest, I hope so. Um, And then we also have Jerry who said, perhaps a teaser in Mario plus Rabbids 2. A lot of Mario plus Rabbids love. That's pretty cool. I know Josh is pretty happy over there hearing that. <laughs> uh, Eric Plunk says, Game Boy Advance on Nintendo Switch Online. Shadow Drop starting with 25 games. <laughs> uh, 25 games. I wouldn't count on it, but that would be a dream come true. More like two. Yeah. <laughs> if Still any at all. Still three. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Michael Christopher Paracone. I like saying your last name. Uh, <laughs> he says, Rare Replay for Switch, new Donkey Kong, Animal Crossing DLC, and a new side game. Like, I'm guessing he means like a Happy Home Designer, something like that. And uh, Game in Wario 2, Game Boy games to celebrate all the 35th anniversaries. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, those are some pretty cool ideas. Um, I think something, if I could just make a quick comment, I think that a lot of us are on the same page when it comes to predictions. I think that we all kind of want pretty similar things. Um, I'm seeing like some people echoing each other. And um, so it, it is pretty cool that like we kind of have an idea of what we uh, would like, but um, who knows what will happen. Um, 
Ryan, <laughs> our very own Ryan Black says, Metroid, 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 with ice climbers on top. <laughs> I hope so, too. That would be cool. Um, well, let me ask you real quick, Ryan. So what are you expecting with ice climbers if they were to announce something? What is, like, your dream ice climbers game? Unless you want to save that for the predictions. No, it's not my predictions this year. Um, I don't think Nintendo's bringing in ice climbers anytime soon. Um, I just like to see something done with the series. Um, they haven't gotten any love yet. Uh, you know, if it gets anything half as epic as Kid Icarus got, then I'd be happy. Sure. But yeah, uh, totally. Some kind of crazy overhaul. Um, just make it something unique, really fun from Nintendo. I hope it's not too kiddy. I hope it's a little bit more serious, like like Kid Icarus is. Um, but you know, it, it has has some good ideas there that could be could be made into a game someday. But that's just yeah. Uh, Definitely not the C3. Yeah, eh, you never know. You never know. Because we all thought Kid Icarus would come for a long time, and then we kind of just gave up. And then out of nowhere, with the 3DS launch, they had a, a trailer for it. So you never know. But no, I'm with you there. Like, Ice Climbers, I never heard of them until Super Smash Brothers Melee. And when I saw them as characters and saw their world and the trophies and stuff, I'm like, oh, man, this franchise has a lot of personality. So I think there's a lot of potential, and they should really at least try something. You know, can't hurt. But anyway, um, our last comment is from Ryan, Ryan L, and he said, uh, either Samus Returns port or a new 2D Metroid, the best way to play Metroid. Okay, that's fair. Uh, a new DK game for the 40th anniversary. Mario Kart 9 reveal with a 2021 slash early 2022 launch. Okay. Uh, Sora smash reveal. Uh, 3D Zelda collection with Wind Waker and Twilight Princess HD ports from the Wii U and Ocarina of Time, although might not be the fully remastered version. Happy E3, everyone. Thank you guys again very much for your comments. I really appreciate it. We all do. And do you guys have any uh, anything you want to talk about with any of the comments that you've heard? I will slap on to, uh, uh, to Ryan's comment there real quick. The Sora Smash reveal, that is possibly the only... <laughs> I'm, I'm using this term loosely, uh, just to be a little bit funny, but the only anime swordsman I would be happy with seeing at this point. Actually, kind of ever, but that's... Well, that's not true. But <laughs> And, you know, and, and I like a lot of your choices, actually. Just about all of them are good. Um, just about it. That sounded kind of rude. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think the only just, thing I didn't agree about. with... about. <laughs> is... Is the 2D Metroid being the best way to play a Metroid? And it's Chris, debatable. This is why it's debatable. Chris didn't mention you, Josh. It is. It is. I'm just, <laughs> picking, on, I'm just picking on Chris anyway. Pinball is the best <laughs> way to play Metroid. Okay. Leave. That <laughs> is a good game. Never return. It, like, it, it is a prom of yeah. whatever it is. Prom Pinball is a good game. Is that what it was called? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, it was cool. it's the best pinball. way to play Metroid. No. <laughs> no. Maybe not. But it was no. cool. No. Yeah, I mean, uh, one one thing I'll say about uh, one of his predictions is the Mario Kart 9 reveal. I mean, I want all of these predictions, like, from all these comments to come true. But, like, Mario Kart 9, I don't think that's going to be happening. Especially because Mario Kart 8 is still selling so well. Sell so, so much. Yeah, so... I, I agree. I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I would love that, but it's just like, I don't know what they're going to do with Mario Kart moving forward, especially after this, like, iPhone game. Like, what is in the cards with that? I think it's just going to be a Switch 2 thing. But, um, Jacob, what were you going to say? Um, well, I, I have to comment on the Zelda anniversary stuff. You know, I really 
people have been talking about that coming. Um, I really don't. I don't know how much credibility there is to that, guys. Because I remember I was thinking about today last year with Mario. It was rumored, like there was a high rumor about a new 2D Metroid game in the works, um, and they people were talking about Mario 3D All Stars, and um, you know all that came true, 3D All Stars, and it was rumored well before E3. And I just feel like we, the fans, made up this 35th anniversary idea. I don't even know if it's real. Now, I mean, does it make sense? Of course it makes sense. But I personally, I'm also being trying to be realistic. And I think that if Nintendo shows us everything that is coming this year at E3, then what's going to be in our next Direct? I, I, if there is going to be a Zelda thing, I personally could see them waiting and doing a special 35th Zelda Direct on the road where they have they highlight Zelda stuff and it's like the love that Mario got and you got you do get your collection and stuff but I really just don't think we're going to see much of I think we'll see Zelda but I don't think we're going to see as much as people just automatically think is going to happen I don't expect Nintendo to act uh, like we expect them to act so the 35th I, I could see them just skipping over it and ignoring it and doing their own thing um, not to say we won't enjoy the thing that they're doing, um, but I don't know if they're going to follow that, that, I guess, popular shout-out, <laughs> that, that popular opinion of what Nintendo should be doing. For sure. Um, but, you know, well, besides all that, guys, I think it's time for us to get into our predictions. And, uh, well, Chris, I think this is your first E3 with us, is it not? It is, yeah. I'm. I can't believe that I'm like talking to you guys after being a listener for so long, oh. and here I am making uh, predictions. For you. That's crazy, and that maybe even crazy. being with you in person too, which is also. Hey, we're still hoping. Fingers crossed, man. Yep. Um, but it. Uh, I think you should take the honors of starting here, and we're going to start off with doing all of us predicting our Smash reveal character or characters, depending on what we think is going to happen. So take it away. All right. Um, I'm thinking that they're probably just going to do one reveal. Although, who could have predicted in 2000, what is, uh, 2018 or 19 that they gave us two Smash Brothers DLC reveals? That was one of the most wild moments of my entire life like as a Nintendo fan. So who knows with them? And I'll just preface all of my predictions with that. Who knows? There is one company that is just super unpredictable, and that's Nintendo, and that just comes with um, that. That's just part of the appeal for them. So anyway, um, as far as like Smash DLC fighters go, I really thought long and hard about this because, like I mentioned, they're super unpredictable. Like the past few reveals have just been so unexpected. So like after Pyra and Mithra, if that's what they're called, that just through all of my expectation. So here's what I'm thinking. I think the most realistic one at this point could be, I think it's like Ryu Hayabasa or something, like the Ninja Gaiden guy. Because, okay. Um, Because that was something that a lot of fans kind of expected. It makes a lot of sense because, you know, the Ninja Gaiden series has a lot of history with Nintendo. Um, There is that, like, collection coming out pretty soon. And we don't have a Tecmo representative. And I think that Tecmo has, like, a pretty important place in Nintendo history. So while he's not, like, at the top of my list, 
I think he's pretty realistic and like the stars could be aligned for something like that. And I think a ninja character would be pretty interesting. Um, I am like, I personally would love Rayman. That's like my number one pick at this point. But I, unfortunately, Michelle Ancel, who is the guy who created Rayman, he left the gaming industry. I think it was like sometime last year. So I don't think he really cares or had any input um, with having Rayman put into the series. So I I just don't see a reason why they would include him. If if he's out of the picture, there's probably not another Rayman game in the works because he's just so pivotal to that series. So I don't think Rayman will be happening. Um, Crash is just like, whatever. Like, if he's in it, cool. If he's not in it, cool. And um, But I will also just end with saying that i think bomberman would be a really interesting inclusion into smash brothers he's like he just has such a unique move set he's very iconic um his stage would be really cool if they incorporated you know those typical battle arenas so um i think ryu hayabusa or however you say it is like my number one realistic pick and my wish pick is probably bomberman at this point so that is those are my picks for me um, what about you, Jacob? Man, well, I, I have to say I've always actually wanted Bomberman in. In my mind, I feel like he's kind of like, I don't know why, but nostalgically, I kind of view him as like a staple. I view like you got Mario, Donkey Kong, uh, Pac-Man, Sonic, uh, Mega Man, and for some reason, Bomberman's in there. I, yeah. I don't really know why, but I, I feel like he was a bigger deal back in the 90s. Um, and I've always wanted Bomberman in there as an actual fighter. So that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> uh, my personal, I, I think guys going to think I'm crazy, but mm-hmm. I think especially with what Josh shared with us today, I think it's going to be Crash. I really do. I think that Crash Bandicoot's got, um, they just tweeted out that funny photo of him working out and like he's got getting ready for the next thing. And it happens right before E3. He's already been highly rumored. A lot of people have been predicting him. I think he's coming, and that's who I think will show up. If I had a wish, and if I think that if, if I think there's only going to be one, but if there's two, I think um, Master Chief will be the other pick, and I, I I really do. And that's simply because I think Microsoft and Nintendo keep building up towards things, and. Um, he would be a unique character, I think. And I'm not saying that I necessarily want him. I'm just saying I think that he would happen. And uh, I think that'll play into one of my later on predictions. So that's what I think is happening. Um, if I had to choose a wish, I want uh, my next wish. Because I've <laughs> let's be real, I've pretty much gotten everybody who I've wanted in Smash now. I wanted Ridley, Dark Samus, King K. Rule. <laughs> um, and no Paper Mario yet. Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, I, I've never gotten Paper Mario and I've always wondered him. But I think it's now as I look down my list, um, I really would like to see a Dixie Kong in there. We've got Diddy. I think Dixie would be uh, my own personal next wish. If I could throw someone in there, it'd be her. Um, but let's swing it on to Josh. What do you think, bud? And what do you think her. about mine? I think those are really good choices, um, especially the Dixie Kong. I'd have to agree with that. I'd I'd be very happy with that. Um, any Kong, um, or just about any rare character, of course. Um, 
now you were guessing um, Master Chief, and I would be pretty cool with that one. Um, I just personally don't think that one's going to be it with uh, Banjo and Kazooie being in the first pack, Steve already being in the second pack. I feel like, and Japan just not caring about Halo, seemingly. <laughs> um, unfortunately, that's the way it is. Um, I, I would be cool with that addition, but I, I just don't say it. But I, uh, personally, I, I think, and uh, this is not what I want, but from what I just kind of research, I, I think Chris is probably the closest so far with Ryu Hayabusa or Lloyd Irving. Um, I know that's another kind of, you know, swordsman or what have you. I don't know. Ryan would be happy with that. So that's cool. Um, that's oh, the only Ryan reason I would freaking out. <laughs> that's the only reason I would be happy with that one. But that's who I kind of think it is. Um, simply because Lloyd, I'm filming it and we're posting it. He's the only missing He's the only missing me costume from the Wii U, I believe, or, or at least it's like a character. Um, of course, he could still come back as a costume. He was the top um, pick for Japan when they did yeah. this. Yeah. Oh, wow. So there needs to be a lot of fans for him. Interesting. So I think he's got that going for him. I, I think he has a good shot. That, another kind of weird missing character, just while I'm mentioning it, mentioning it, is Porky from the Mother series. Like that ball oh, yeah. is completely missing. He doesn't have a spirit, he's just gone. So oh. I. I don't know how that would work, but I, I think there's something possibly there. I just don't know yeah, how. You could argue like w- they have that balance of like heroes and villains in Smash Ultimate, so that that, that would be one that's missing a villain. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, we'll see where that goes, but I think he's going to show up somewhere. Maybe not as a character, but we'll see. Anyhow, now for the ones I want, I, <laughs> I, I honestly, you know, there is a lot of great characters in that game. I can't complain too much. So I have a pretty decent list, but and Banjo Kazooie was the ones I've wanted the most for the past twenty plus years, and King K. Rule is a big one. I've, we've gotten a lot of great characters. Um, I'll I'll pick my number one one last here, but to name off a few, Rayman is definitely a big one. Um, I think they deserve a character in. Ubisoft does. Rayman's iconic, all that sort of thing. Uh, Scorpion I think would be awesome. I think they could make it work without the blood and all that. So I think he's <laughs> Obviously got a cool move set. I think it would work out great. Fighting only has representation from Street Fighter. Um, uh, and, not so fast. Oh, I forget about yeah, whatever his name is. Uh, uh, Terry Bogart. Terry, thank you. Um, but I, I, I think he would be an awesome choice. Um, I would be cool with Doom Slayer. I don't know how that one would work, but I just think he's cool. <laughs> um, of course, you got the Dixie Kong, and I think Conquer would be great. Um, I, I have to say my number one, and maybe I'm going more off of like somewhat realistic choices compared to like Conquer or something. My number one one though would be Crash. Um, again, I just think he has a super iconic character. Um, I, I think he's way more recognizable than like 50% of the Smash cast at this point anyway. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know why he's not there already. Um, I don't know if he's gonna happen honestly again it's he's like not a japan character so he might not make it but you never know um i I think he's definitely deserving and i think he has plenty of moves to pick from um possibly even like coco is a clone or whatever you call it um an echo character i think would be cool um so that's that's the ones i want the most um at least off the top of my head i feel like i always think of someone else later yeah. yeah. Ryan, what do you think? Hmm. Who do I pick? It's hard to say. Um, you got some pretty good picks there. 
uh, Josh. Um, some I'm like, I don't know. I can't see Nintendo going for like like Scorpion or something like that. Um, yeah. Not to say that like I mean they've done Bayonetta, but like just I don't know. I, I it would be nice to have like fighters from all different kinds of fighting games in the series and have that represented. But I kind of want Nintendo to do something a little bit outside of the fighting genre um, and bring stuff that wouldn't normally translate into Smash Brothers, um, but have like a good spread of moves and stuff like that. Um, and like unique mechanics. Um, so like my first pick is definitely like Beautiful Joe. Um, I would absolutely love to see him as a character in Smash. Yeah, uh, just yeah. um, be really cool to see how they work the time mechanics and stuff with, with him um, with like replay mode and and uh you know slowing down time speeding up time probably like a counter would be the slowing down time thing and and uh how impacts are, are a lot bigger and stuff depending on what mode you're in and uh, but you also have the risk of like in in the slower modes you're kind of lagging so you got to be careful what to do and i don't know kind of interesting um they could already already use the um kind of the time mechanics that they already have in the game uh when they slow down time you got the timer and things like that or the, the bunny hood make you go faster they could use those elements built in but use them in a unique way that'd be kind of cool um i always going to be a fan of voting for waluigi uh he needs representation but um you know that that balance of villains uh you know dr robotnik would be really cool to see there with sonic and, and, and what have you um just you know the, the the villain representation like you can just look at what villains are missing from this like we just got you know pyro and mithra two characters in one no one's really expected like nintendo to announce like a, a duality character like that um and so like I, I could see them moving back towards putting in another villain uh for the theme you're trying to like map out what the theming would be um and how they would introduce characters um you know there's a lot of popular series that you can pull from um i would think that they'd want to go with uh something you know with their nation like japan something that's that's um very like resonates with that audience um so i can definitely see like probably my, my number one pick would be lord irving for sure um especially with with how well he performed in the uh you know the voting and everything from smash 4 um so i think that there's a good chance that we're gonna see um another sword fighter uh, no matter how you cut it um i'd like to see another like quirky character like piranha plant um like you know I, how game and watch I, was I so like off the wall <laughs> but um but yeah that's kind of what i'm thinking <laughs> with the with, with my smash predictions so yeah one of the thing with smash brothers is that you can really justify almost any character um th there's there's it, like it would make sense if crash was Goku. in uh yeah <laughs> seriously enough with it goku and the <laughs> all these other crazy things um but yeah there there's any, like anything can happen anything can happen and nintendo's like i said a, a million times they're just so unpredictable who could have predicted that joker would be the first dlc character like what josh mentioned but um i josh you really have me like thinking about this like porky character i think that could really happen i've never even considered them until now just, um because just keep an eye out for him I, I have a feeling he's gonna show up somewhere yeah don't know how cause, yet because like i mean it, it would make sense because all nintendo fans have been wanting for the past 20 or so years is a port of mother three and they mother don't want to do three. it because this what was that i just said mother three jacob was cursing 
yeah, so yeah, all fans have been asking for is Mother's Three, and they don't want to do it because it's not going to make too much money, or that's how they would feel. And what is the reason why characters are included in Smash? It's because their games, after they are revealed as a fighter, tend to sell pretty well. So what better way for Mother 3 to be released than to have Porky as a DLC character, which is, um, you know, uh, one of the biggest hype things as a Nintendo fan in general. And also, kind of like what Ryan is saying, one of the themes if you could give a theme to all these DLC characters is villains. Um, you know, it's been from the very beginning, like that, that trailer, that's just like, dun, 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 yeah. dun. All of those uh, previews in that little moment are of good characters fighting their villains. And I could totally see them utilizing or capitalizing, um, capitalizing off of that with, uh, what's his name? Ness and uh, Porky. So I think that's really, really interesting. So you've got me, you've got my mind going crazy right now thinking about that. But uh, the thing with like Lloyd is that, is he really like iconic enough? Like, does he have a stage that he could use? Is the music iconic enough? Because music is like a really big part of like a oh, Smash yeah. Fighters part, you know? And that's like one of the reasons why I think like Crash could be uh, a potential character because his music is so iconic. The only thing was cr- with Crash is that he's kind of like a character that we all kind of like fell back on after we got everyone else that we wanted. So after we got Banjo-Kazooie, <laughs> it's just like, eh, Leftovers. Crash, you know, or Spyro. It's not like we're all, we've all been dying for Crash Bandicoot to be in Smash, but we'd all been be like, fine. Right. Way. That's just yeah, my... He sucks. I mean, let's be real. <laughs> oh, no. no, don't listen I've to got that. Jacob started. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the thing that Nintendo's done too, they Sakurai has shown with Smash, like it doesn't matter. They don't have to be a fighting game. I mean, he could take someone from Brain Age and he'd turn him into a fighter. True. And, and period. So, literally, I mean, it could just it could be anybody. I mean, yeah. it's silly. He he could take Rambi the Rhino from DKC and make him the next, next fighter. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be cool with that. Yeah, I'd be cool with that. Give us Jimmy or Cat and Anna from Warrior Wear. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. that would be really cool. And do you guys remember, um, like, when the Grinch rumor was coming out? That, yeah. like, the, the Rhythm Please Heaven people, that, like, the chorus yeah. kids, one of them. And, like, mm-hmm. I totally forgot about them. But if they included them, that would be awesome. Like, I just, I like the weird characters. I got everyone I wanted. I'm cool with Banjo-Kazooie and uh, the Arms Girl and, you know, all the other fun people we've had along the way. So at this point, they can go crazy. I don't really care at this point. Just make them a pretty cool character and make it interesting and fun. And uh, this is it. This is going to be the end of the DLC. So it's it's just so exciting. You know, I mean, just to mention that real quick, too. I always, I kind of feel like, the next Smash should always represent like what's new and what's on the next system, which is the Switch. And I'm glad that like, they put like our arms in there and they put Xenoblade 2 characters in there. However, Mario Rabbids was so big, I honestly really have always wanted um, rabbit representation. Um, <laughs> and like it, you can switch out between the different rabbits like Mario, Luigi, Peach. Um, and they have different abilities. I think they'd be fun and cool uh, and stupid. So, of course, I, I'd be happy emphasis on stupid. That's for sure. They're just hey, be nice. Be nice. So ugly. <laughs> they are ugly. 
I don't want to well, look at that all day. Anyway, why don't we get into our other predictions? Yeah. Uh, let's let's go backwards. Let's start with uh, Ryan now. Uh, Ryan, what's your first gaming prediction for E3 of 2021? I mean, obviously, 2D Metroid. Like, that's what we're getting. Like, whether it's a Super Metroid remake or a continuation of the series after, you know, Fusion... Um, or, you know, maybe something else like they have planned, the Metroid Dread or, or whatever. Um, I think uh, a port is completely likely of Samus Returns, and I'd be completely okay with that. Uh, it would be a lot of fun to play that. Um, but just I think we're getting another Metroid mention. And um, kind of tagging along with that, I, I think the year of Metroid is something that's going to happen. They're going to shout out Metroid. They're going to shout out probably Donkey Kong as well. Um, but I think they're going to have um, at least... Uh, a, some kind of more than just a splash of the Metroid Prime 4 logo, and they're going to show something, something of substance, um, whether it's just a trailer or say, hey, you know, get hyped, you know, it's still it's still in development, here's where we are, or just like, you know, leaving a story like teaser would be great. So. Yeah, I think so too. Like, I, I think they will reveal something with Metroid. I think a 2D Metroid could be a good way to kind of boost uh, promotion, uh, promoting this uh, 3D Metroid Prime 4. So um, it could be similar to, you know, back in 2002 when they had the 2D Metroid with Metroid Fusion and Metroid P Prime come out around the same time. They kind of like helped promote each other. So they might be doing something like that. But um, yeah, I, none of my predictions really include uh, Metroid per se, but um I think that a 2D Metroid is very likely, and it would be crazy at this point if we don't see anything about Metroid Prime 4. It's been long enough. They know it's been long enough. They know we've been craving it. They have to show something. The fans will riot. <laughs> For real, though. They will. I mean, <laughs> just look at what happened with Federation Force. <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't really understand. I always hear a lot of people say Prime 4 is just so far away. It's It's... They got delayed, and they still talk like it got delayed like a month ago. Like, I feel like that they've had it's been two years, they've had a substantial amount of time to throw a trailer together, uh, even yes. even a tiny demo. Not that like they give a demo to us, but like something that they hired for play, like play testers already for the game, you know. So, I feel like there's plenty, they've had plenty of time. I think that game is actually closer then people are, are giving it credit. I think people just push it off because they don't want to get their hopes up. But I'm not saying it's coming out next year. I'm just saying I think it's... I just don't think it's as far off as people think. So Even uh, even so much as a test fire um, to try out, like, Metroid Prime multiplayer and they could tweak it to see how what people would like in a Metroid Prime multiplayer so cool. would be kind of cool. Um, just to hold us over. Like the Blast Ball. They had Blast Ball. You could play that, you know, before ahead of... Federation Force, they showed off Blast Ball and, and at an E3 even. Um, like to show off something like a, a competitive Metroid scene that could be a possibility that people could try out or something would be kind of cool. Yeah, totally. They have to have something to show for it. Like like Jacob said, it's been in develop, development long enough. Two years is plenty to have something, even just a, a little teaser, longer than just the number four. <laughs> but they have to have mm -hmm. something. Well, Josh, what about you, man? What's your uh, first gaming pick? Uh, first prediction for it, um, to kind of skip over the expected with Metroid, because I'm very unsure on that one. Um, I think 
there is going to be another new Fire Emblem game. Most likely a spinoff this time. Um, I'm, I'm thinking they've been kind of not quiet for a real long time, but it, it's just it's been a little bit quiet on that front. And it's a series I've liked for a little while, and then I've kind of fallen off of it, like with the Switch one I just wasn't a big fan of. Um, but I, I do just, again, this is a prediction, not really what I desperately want, but I do think that it's going to show up in another form. It's not going to be like Warriors, but I think it's going to be something sort of similar or, or more like a out, outside of the box one. Like, uh, I can't think of the name of it. I think it was Echoes or whatever it was on the oh. 3DS they brought back. Yeah, We're, Shadows of Valentia, I think. Yeah, I, I think they're going to try to go sort of a different direction, so to speak. Sort of a spin-off-y kind of game. I don't know exactly what form that'll take. I just feel like there's going to be something there. Maybe not like a a you know full new game like Three Houses was necessarily, but you know something Fire Emblem, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, I I totally see that happening too. Um, I, I mean, it's been a few years since the last Fire Emblem. It w- received critical acclaim. It sold like hotcakes. One of the most successful Fire Emblems so far, if not the most successful one. Um, so, I, I mean, it's only a matter of time. So uh, I think that time could be this year. And, um, yeah, I think a, a spinoff isn't too far off, too. I mean, they've already experimented with the Fire Emblem Warriors, which who could have predicted that? So, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, it is good. Um, so, who knows? Yeah, I, I think you're right, Josh. I think we'll get at least something Fire Emblem related this year. You know, even if you're not a fan, there's there is still a decent amount of fans out there, and it's for them. I hope you're wrong. I hope you're dead wrong. <laughs> yeah, I was kind I of hate, thinking of Jacob I, when I was saying that. <laughs> I hate that franchise. I just think it is. I could understand being a little bitter against it at this point, to be honest. For well, I just um, I keep hearing people talk about Monolith Soft, too, and like I just I don't want those games because I know we have we have franchises that are underrepresented on the, like they've already had their their time and they'll get it again. I understand they sell well, but dang man, like we need Donkey Kong. We need uh, you know, like it or not, F Zero. We need games I like, like that. We, we need another Kid Icarus or an HD port. We need Metroid. I don't want to see the same the same crap you know and you know i know that people love them it's just maybe it just is an extra punch on my side when um i don't like the franchises you know because you know i'm sure i wouldn't be as bitter if it was like a second major donkey kong game coming in uh, the same life cycle i get that but even even so if it was that i would say that other franchises need to have love. I do think it is important to spread the love. I think right. like uh, I, with Jacob, maybe I feel similar, like back in the 90s and some of the 2000s and things like that, I feel like you used to see a lot of like the Mario and Donkey Kong and f Zeros and a big variety of things. And now I kind of feel like 50 to 60% of Nintendo Directs is JRPGs. Um, <laughs> it's, you know, some of them kind of all look the same after a while, but so I, I can understand at least why he's a little bit not keen on that idea. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. Jacob said, like, we need this and that. We need this and that. But <clears throat> we as fans would like that. But 
what Nintendo needs and what their investors need is money. And these franchises, like it or not, make money. And that is their bottom line. So, um, and in addition to that, they are very well received and they do have a lot of fans who want this kind of stuff. So if you're not a fan of it, like I totally get it. I'm not a huge Fire Emblem fan by any stretch. I like it. It's okay, but I'm not, you know, a huge fan. But they make a lot of money and this is a franchise that of just a few years ago a lot of people would say oh it needs more representation it needs more love because it was on it, they were not selling well it was on the verge of death just a few years ago so they're trying to really uh milk that <laughs> milk that cow or whatever the saying is so um i totally get it jacob like and it's it's kind of like um when donkey kong tropical freeze was announced uh a lot of people were just like oh retro's making another donkey kong game like what a waste so yeah <laughs> i get it but um that's the same, it's exact just, same feeling yeah so i get it it's just like it's it's for a certain amount a certain kind of people and hopefully they are happy with the result and it makes nintendo money to make more games that are a little bit more experimental or ones that we would like but that's just me. Um, Ryan, did you have something you wanted us to say? Nope. I, I don't think I really have anything to add there. Um, you know, just experimental Nintendo. I feel like they're kind of heading towards that and doing some of their weird stuff. But Labo's behind them. Uh, so what are they going to do, f like, f jumping forward? Uh, what's their next big gimmick they're going to show off? I'm kind of curious to see. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, we'll see what happens with this game builder garage. I think that mm. is kind of like the essence of what they're trying to go with with labo at least that like whole stem uh initiative i think so we'll see what, how uh, successful that is you know we have a mario maker now mm -hmm. what if nintendo leans into the makers and uses game builder garage as an idea so where you could make your own nintendo games yeah like and share them with your friends that'd be kind of crazy uh, like it'd be a nintendo land but like you created you create the land and the different games in, in the section yeah, and stuff. that'd be, that'd be awesome yeah, I mean, it. one of the wanna... most interesting things about the gaming industry is just seeing how it evolves and how one successful project branches out and changes the industry entirely. So, you know, just like I, going back to the Fire Emblem uh, example, no one gave a crap about Fire Emblem just a few years ago. And now we have these spinoffs and then we had the, the game that had like three versions and stuff and it, it branches right. out into other ways so uh game builder garage if it's successful like ryan said it could uh, create a whole new sector for nintendo i miss that the days of where we got a country game and then we got a land game the next year <laughs> then we got another country game and then another land and then another country and then another land then we got a 3d game then you get yeah. Diddy Kong Racing, and then you get... And then you got yeah. Diddy Kong. Man, those were the days. <laughs> mm -hmm. Those were the days when monkeys ruled and the swordsmen were <sighs> dying underneath the sails. Glad we're all past <laughs> that now. I mean... <laughs> what the heck, Ryan? Get out. <laughs> I guess I'm not a monkey fan, us... what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. Well, I think that brings us... Uh, I think it's to me now. Yeah, okay. Um... Well, I actually goes with along with Ryan, and I highly disagree with Chris. I think Metroid is going to be there. Um, it's been That's rumored. what I said. Yeah, it's it, it's been highly. I think you rumored. meant the other Chris. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Chris White. Sorry. Okay, sorry. Old man Chris. Um, last year there was those rumors. We had rumors of a new Paper Mario game, 
We had rumors of 3D All-Stars, and we had rumors of a new 2D Metroid. The only one that has not happened yet is the 2D Metroid. And where there's smoke, they say where there's smoke, there's fire, and the smoke keeps getting bigger. I definitely think there is a 2D Metroid game. Um, I really hope it is a new game in the series. Um, I... As much as I love Samus Returns, I played that game twice, and I beat it in hard mode, and I beat it in very hard mode, and uh, or fusion mode, sorry, which is like really hard. Um, I, I was obsessed with it, but I, I've done my fair share with it, and I really, would I buy it again as a port? Absolutely. If it comes, if that's what it is, I'll buy it. But I would rather there be uh, Metroid 5, they hinted at that at the end of Samus Returns. Um, um, I would definitely be okay with a Metroid Fusion remake, um, simply because that is my personal favorite 2D Metroid game. Um, but uh, either a remake of that or um, 5 would be fantastic. And I do think we will see <coughs> a small trailer for Prime 4. I don't I'm not saying it's going to be this big in-depth thing. I don't. They're not going to have a release date. I just think they're going to show us more, like you said, Chris, more than a logo um, of Prime 4. I think I predicted this back when they announced the Prime 4 and Samus Returns. I actually predicted that E3 that we would that they we would hear about two new Metroid games, and we did. I was right. Booyah! I was right. Very rare where I land those, but I, I got it right. <laughs> And I had no, like, basis of that. I just felt it in my bones. Felt it in my jellies, as they say. Um, so, yeah, Metroid will be at E3. And I will be ready to pre-order the game so I can get pre-order bonus stuff. So, nice. that's mine. You, uh, you guys, I, mean, I know we already talked about it. Yeah. Man, I don't know. If there's going to be a special edition, like, Switch. Oh, Oh, that it would take uh, the, a special one to get me to buy that before ahead yeah. of the Metroid. Or, sorry, ahead of the the Switch Pro. Like if they do like a regular Switch that's like <laughs> for the 2D Metroid. Like I'll be really between a rock and a hard place on that one. I know, right? Like uh, the, I will say, like one of the most tempting double purchases I had to like debate between like getting or not getting is that new 3DS. XL with the, mm-hmm. the the whatever it was the Samus one where it's like oh, orange yeah, on top it. with that Samus design and the gold on the bottom. Ooh, Jacob has that. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, hey, bring awesome. it, Chris. If you come to the the the, the meetup, you should Jacob should bring that so you can see it in person. Yeah, seriously. Oh, yeah. It's so. Nice. It's uh that was actually it's funny you say that because that actually was the first um. Oof, that is. Mm, mm, mm. Oh yeah, she's sexy. She's sexy. Mm. Yeah, she's a uh, very sexy. And, I can't believe uh, they made that for like a you know a two D Metroid game, which was like a huge risk in itself. But for them to put out a whole new design system, that was that, after, that was that cool. was after the Switch was out too, wasn't it? When that one came yeah. out. Oh yeah, yeah, true. Good point. That makes it even more. It was more the first. Odd. That's the first double purchase I ever made of a system because of a of a theme, and I was like, just like you, Chris, I was like, I I gotta do it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, speaking to you, Chris, it's your turn. What's your first game prediction? Well, it's pretty appropriate that we're talking about Metroid, and while I don't know if Metroid is going to be the game that 
manifests as a result of my prediction, but my prediction is that I think there will be another indie Nintendo collaboration, a lot like what happened with Cadence of Hyrule. Um, I believe Cadence of Hyrule, and this is just me speculating, but I think that that game sold pretty well, um, especially for it to get a physical release like a year after it came out. Um, I think that's pretty telling. And I think Nintendo learned a lot from that, or at least I'm hoping that they did, and thinking that, like, hey, we can't do everything, so why don't we commission this indie studio by making... Um, that that is like pretty reputable and makes great games and trusting them with our license if they have you know a, a pretty good um, background with games and um, sometimes the fans do it better uh, fans of certain games and over the past few years we've had zillions of Metroidvanias so who better to give the Metroid license over to than these indie developers which have already made amazing Metroidvania games like uh, Team Cherry who made Hollow Knight and uh, Extremely Okay Games which I believe made um, oh gosh what's it called Celeste and Drinkbox Studios the people who made Guacamelee one of the best Metroidvanias ever and um, it could even take the form of like Platonic who um, has made some amazing platformers you know these are literally the people who made Donkey Kong before uh, you know Retro Studios so um, yeah that's my prediction that they're going to collaborate with another indie developer I don't know what game that could be but I, I just feel like they've learned a lot from it and everyone benefits the indie studios get more recognition nintendo has a new successful game and the license that they want to promote still has life to it so that is my uh that is my prediction you know i think that Very could nice. actually be a good place for something like ice climbers to, to sort of make their way back in honestly true yeah i think totally. that would be a good place for sort of like one that doesn't have as much of a history you know as some other ones that maybe just kind of need a way back in and yeah don't really know what else to do with it might be a good way for something like that to jump in kind of a simple concept yeah i would love ice climber reemergence honestly i really would i had the game as a kid and gosh i'm not as obsessed with ryan is but i i feel like that is a franchise that just has so much untapped potential that they haven't even like given it a fair chance yeah it's really weird that they haven't like done anything with it. Unless I'm mistaken, isn't it just that one NES game? And then Smash Melee, and then whatever else they were put in. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, it. Like... Got an amiibo. I still I still grin every True. time I look at that amiibo, and like I'm so proud of that. It's like probably my yeah. one of my favorite amiibos, it is. just because I have yeah. you know ice climbers. Yep. And like the, I have, the I have iceberg ice climber merch. Well, Chris, since you just started with you, um, we get to go back around. Why don't we start with you again? So um, I guess we'll do our wishes. So uh, my wish for E3, and it's very simple and it's kind of vague, but my wish is that Nintendo reveals a completely new IP. And it's kind of a wish that's also kind of a prediction because I think that they've kind of been hinting that they can't just rest on their laurels and just keep rehashing the same IP over and over again. It's only healthy if experiment and bring new things to the table and that has brought them a lot of success in in more modern times like splatoon we're already on splatoon 3 believe it or not which is 
crazy to think about, but uh, Miyamoto was very reluctant to have that franchise be a thing, and they kind of just let the fans and younger creators just kind of do their thing, and look at it now. It's one of their biggest franchises ever, and I'll never forget it. Uh, when that game was revealed for E3, whenever that was, like 2014 or something like that, I was like, yes, they still have it. It like I, I need them to be creative and have these fresh ideas and take chances again because at that point yeah. they weren't doing that for a while. I think Pikmin yeah. was like the last major franchise where they did that. So I don't really care what kind of genre it is. I don't care what direction it takes. I just need them to really flex their creative muscles and give their developers and teams the opportunity to really flex their skills and talents and give us something totally fresh and new and just potentially change the industry um so i i just like nintendo the most when they're the most uh when they're experimental even the gamecube like it didn't sell too well but some of the most amazing games came out during that era when they just had uh you know full flexibility whatever i'm trying to say so um yeah, yeah. I don't know. I kind of challenge that a little bit just to say that I think Nintendo has come out with some other um, like IPs and stuff, mainly on 3DS. Like you, you have your, your Project Steam or whatever, the you know, and, and things like that. Like there was several things like Dylan's Rolling Western. Like, there were several like different experimental things that they put out on 3DS. They were smaller games um, that could become something bigger someday. Um, right. You know, and I think that like, yeah, you're right. They haven't had, like, a big, you know, Miyamoto has an idea, and suddenly we have Pikmin. Um, you know, ARMS is probably the closest we've come to that, um, you know, as something that kind of goes in a new direction or brings something new to the table. Um, but you know, I could see them bringing a new IP on, on board. And, and I think a few months back, they did say that there was going to be a new IP coming for Nintendo. Um, whatever that may be, who knows? But that's exciting. Um, I'm kind of curious what that is. Um, you know, don't don't. It's still a bit too early to do another. Uh, Nintendo bought the rights to, um, 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 yeah, Astral Chain. So we might see Astral Chain, uh, something in that universe, or or Nintendo do something with do that soon. Yeah. Um. So since now that they own it, they could do something with that. Now I don't see them like doing turnarounds so quickly, but you know, you no, never know. Yeah, totally. I mean, I don't know how well that game sold. I think it sold like around a million, which is like kind of on the border really? of like leave it or keep going with it and try again. It was so good. Yeah. That was yeah, one, it good. was one of the most impressive games I'd seen on Switch, honestly. Yeah. Like honestly, totally. I forgot it existed to be honest. That yeah, makes me sad. I that's the problem. I, I know. I don't mean that rude either. I, I've just never played it. I liked Arms. I, I yeah. wish Arms would get more attention, but. Yeah, like I, I, like Jacob I, said, I, I mean, graphically, it's one of the most impressive games on the Switch, bar none. Uh, totally. I, like playing it in handheld mode, it's like, is this real life right now? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an insane game. I loved that game. Yeah, I never <laughs> got to f finish it. I was in the middle of it when like all my divorce stuff happened. So I kind of like just fell off and then I had to sell it off for money because I need money to survive on my own. Um, <clears throat> but I would like to get back into it <clears throat> and finish it out. That's a good game. Yeah. But I'm with and you. And honestly, see, see something new. That would be cool. Yeah. I, uh, honestly, now that I think of it, 
Astral Chain 2 could be a thing <laughs> that could be yeah. revealed this C3. So just throwing that yeah. out there, too. It very well could be. Yeah. Um, who's well, next? I guess me. Back to me. Well, so we're, I guess we're, we're, we're not predicting anymore. We're wishing, or we, we're kind of hybrid. A little mix of both, um, maybe. Well, I guess it is my wish, but I am predicting it. Um, I think I think the rumors are true. I think we're getting a new Donkey Kong game, guys. I really <laughs> do. Um, I really hope it is a 3D game, though. Like, I love 2D. I love Donkey Kong, but I really, really want a 3D game. I think um, we've seen the Met, the Donkey Kong um, 2D formula for a long time. I just think we need to um, shake it up. And I would love to see that because it's the Odyssey team. I would love to see. Uh, I said this back in Odyssey. When you could scan your little Diddy Kong amiibo and Mario could run around in a Diddy Kong outfit. And he looked it, you, it looked like a 3D Donkey Kong game, you know, from behind. It's <laughs> like, wow, this is like, I could, I had a small taste of like, running around as Diddy Kong in this world. And I would love to see a, an open world sandbox thing like that made by them. I mean, they in Mario Odyssey, they had a whole city dedicated to Donkey Kong with streets named after K. Rule, Ramby. Radley. I can't think of his name. Yeah, Radley. Radley, duh. Um, you know, <laughs> Josh was so a, quick. <laughs> I just, it just slipped my tongue. Well, he just played the game, so he should know. I did it again, um, yeah. Yeah. It, <laughs> So, you know, I just think that they do appreciate Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong is Miyamoto's first child, if you think about it. it really, He really is. And um, he does love Donkey Kong. And uh, they have slowly been getting Donkey Kong back under his own branding. Um, it, he used to always just be under the Mario branding. And now you see Donkey Kong merch out there. And I think if you want Donkey Kong to really build, be built in poverty and hype, Give us uh, a 3D game just like Mario, um, but I think it's not just—it's not even just about Mario. I think the Kongs can be so unique and different because there's there's so many of them. First off, it's not just Mario throwing his hat. I think I think you can do so many unique things in a world like that with um, swinging from girders and vines and just the environments around you. I, I just think there's so much potential, and man, would it look beautiful in that Odyssey engine? Would it, would it would ever look so beautiful? So, um, and I think that that will be our holiday game. I think it's the Donkey Kong game. I think it's going to be their big push, and I think they're going to, I think they're going to have a massive, massive push behind it. So, yeah. what do you I guys think, think? Am I crazy? Yes, you're crazy, but. We love you anyway. No. Um, I think that, you know, the Odyssey team, they're not unfamiliar with the Donkey Kong franchise, and I think they're going to go back to their roots, and we're getting Donkey Kong Jungle Beat 2, baby, and there's oh going to be God. a bongo attachment for the Switch, oh. and it's going to take over the world. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> can you imagine? Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Um, no, I think you're right. I, I think that's a very realistic possibility. And uh, we shall see. But I think as far as, like, possible things that could happen at E3, I think that's, like, the number one most realistic thing uh, at this point. I mean, that's the rumor that I've heard the most, at least. So um, I hope you're right. That would be great. 
Me too. Thanks. Josh? Well, um, to kind of bounce off of yours first, yeah, that was actually one of the things I wrote down um, is a 3D Donkey Kong. I, I, I think Donkey Kong 64 was great, but I'd like to see something sort of in that vein, um, but perhaps a little bit better, a little more, um, I don't know what the word is, maybe modernized or focused, so to speak. Uh-huh. Um, especially if the Odyssey team's doing it, um, yeah. you know, if we don't have rare, unfortunately anymore. And, um, I don't see them giving that to like Platonic or anybody necessarily, unfortunately, but the Odyssey team, I mean, they're more than competent. I think that would be great. Um, but yeah, the, the other pick I had for a wish and it, both of these were sort of a mix between a wish and a prediction kind of more leaning more towards the wish side, I think, unfortunately, but, uh, is a sequel to Mario and Rabbids. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I said leaning more towards the wish side, but I'm really torn on this because part of me, just kind of going off of what I've seen and what I know, really makes me want to say that there is for sure something in the works. Um, I just don't know if it's time yet um, is, is about what it comes down to. But I'd really like to see that um, continue. I, th- I think that was one of those kind of very weird things we could have predicted that popped up a few years ago. Right. Um, and, you know, honestly, a lot of us wouldn't have asked for it, but then it came out and I think it turned out awesome. Um, it was amazing. Course, yeah. I, I think the game itself, the character in it, I, I was smiling throughout playing through the story in it several times. Totally. Um, just some really fun moments. The gameplay itself was good, something different. Um, and then of course, you know, I kind of have that extra love for it just with the community and, you know, mm-hmm with Ubisoft and sending me to Gamescom for it and all that sort of thing. So uh, maybe it's a little bit of a selfish one just for that, to keep that alive um, for myself. But yeah, I I would definitely like to see that pop up again and them just go even further with it. I think the Donkey Kong DLC was great. Of course, I'm a little biased there. I think that would be cool to see that return in some form, Donkey Kong and all of that sort of stuff. Um, But I'd love to see where where else they could go with it. Um, especially if Nintendo just really lets them have at it and use more characters and, and all of that sort of stuff. would love to see some type of sequel to that. Also, more multiplayer options. What was there was cool, but I'd love to see more, just a little more out of it. Yeah. I, I think was the uh, multi wasn't so limited in that game. I felt like it was very... I want to I wanna have a full-on battle like what I do against the computers with other people. Yeah, versus mode was really cool. Obviously, you know, obviously it was enough to get us to, to Gamescom if you, uh, in 2019. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I played, I don't know, I'm not kidding, probably 50 rounds with my wife up until that point. But I, I, I feel like there is a little more room there to, you know, to make a little more out of it. I think uh, the Mario Plus Rabbids game is one of the most interesting success stories on the Switch because we'll all remember when this game was leaked, everyone was just like, this is stupid, what a terrible idea, I hate the Rabbids, why are they with Mario, blah, blah, blah. And I was, I, I mean, I didn't have a strong opinion, but I was just like, what, why, like, what is this? And it's sold extremely well. I just looked it up. It has sold at least 2 million copies and is... One of the most successful third-party games on the Nintendo Switch. Um, I think before Monster Hunter came out, it was the most successful third-party game, um, at least uh, like in a physical sense. So um, it might not even be that far out to ask 
for a sequel, but I think it might even just be a matter of time at this point. If it's been selling that well, um, why not? And I think both parties were very happy with how it came out. I think they were very respectable, respectful with the Mario franchise. They did a great job incorporating the Rabbids in that semi-Rayman uh, franchise. And from what I understand, uh, it seems like they were great with the, the Donkey Kong DLC that they, that they eventually included as well. So uh, at this point, why not? Yeah, the, the team behind it definitely has a respect for for Mario and that whole world and, you know, and Nintendo and where that comes from. So I, I believe And rare. Was... I mean, they were... When that game came out, obviously what you were about to say was they had Grant Kirkhope composing yeah. it. Um, I just felt even from the humor, from the music, to the way it looked, this felt like what Rare from the 90s would have made for a Switch today. That's that's truly how I felt. Um, I mean, I even remember going down to this, to the, the sex where you fight uh, Bowser Jr. And like the whole floor was made out of puzzle pieces. And I'm like, this is like freaking banjo kazooie right now and it, with the music playing and I, I was like i loved every ounce of it and then when the donkey kong dlc came out my gosh i would love i would love to just have a donkey kong and rabbits game you know where it's it, like a full-on game where you have all the kongs because they have all these different abilities already in their own weapons like a pea shooter and a feather gun and a peanut gun and a coconut gun and a pineapple bazooka like you got all these things that they could totally do. I think instead of maybe not directly a Mario sequel, but maybe you give it to like a full on like Donkey Kong and like not this DLC with K Rule, Kremlings, and all that stuff. I think it would be really cool and unique to see them do something. If it's not Mario, I'll do something with the rabbits. So. I, I definitely think there's something there. Like yeah. I said, I just don't know if they're quite ready yet right yeah but i mean it's been enough time uh it's been long enough since the last one came out so um it could happen yeah. i just worry about ubisoft because we we know that internally they've been changing as a company and they're getting away from making bigger games like that they've even said that like they want to focus more on like what more like microtransaction-y games and smaller games so i kind of worry about ubisoft as a company on what they're going to be doing moving forward they may not even really want to make games like that anymore uh, i mean i'm sure david david siliani wants to um but who knows i mean he just moved too that's another thing you gotta consider he just moved from the company he was with the the branch he was with um that made that game and he just he got relocated to a different spot. And if he was working on that game, would they have done that? Would they have just picked him up and moved him out before a sequel was ready? If they're in the middle of it, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. But um, this is something that I thought was interesting too. So you just kind of kind of look at everything and be realistic about it as well. Yep. Ryan, you've been kind of quiet already. What's your uh, uh, prediction slash wish? Um. Hmm. That's the thing. Like, I, I kind of blur the line between like my prediction wish and what I would irresponsibly like. Like, if the best thing happened ever, Nintendo did something. Like, it, it's kind of hard to to, to differentiate those. Um, so I'm gonna still hold back and try to come up with something else. Um, I was going to be bringing up uh 
in this slot. I was going to bring up uh, WarioWare, uh, but just tonight uh, it was announced that um, that Nintendo sent out a survey asking if people were interested even in getting a WarioWare game. So that kind of rules out Wario oh, showing no. up at at uh, E3. So um, <laughs> that kind of put me back at the at the drawing board. Um, <laughs> um, That's a shame. So I don't know. Do I have my wishes that like rhythm games became a thing again and we get like Dance Dance Revolution actually revived or something mm-hmm. like that? It's something crazy like that. You know, that'd be kind of cool. Like, I'm not saying go full on bongo here, but you know, just I, I, <laughs> I do not want to dance to just dance. Sorry. But, um, you know, just, you know, are we going to get like a rhythm heaven? Are we going to see an, an Elite B Agents, you know, sequel? Um, what's the next music game that we're going to see from Nintendo? Um, and what would be a good universe or, or uh, IP to see uh, dancing or, or some kind of rhythm or something like that? Like, what would that be like? Um, and that's where I kind of see, like, a new IP uh, from Nintendo um, in, in some kind of, like, world like that. I mean, you've got similar rhythm things with your exercise um, you know, you've got your Ring Fit Adventure, like you, you do things in rhythms, like ex- exercising and going through the motions and things like that. Um, but something more on a, a musical scale would be kind of interesting. Um, but I don't know. I mean, Nintendo hasn't produced great things um, in the department of uh, music. They are not willing to pay the licensing fees and they'll just get knockoffs of, uh, you know, someone, someone from Nintendo's uh, family uh, lives in their basement, and, like, you know, recorded some tracks for, for their songs that are knockoff covers of, of popular <laughs> songs, you know. Um, so, like, I'm not holding up a whole lot of hope yeah. with that, but it would have to be some kind of crazy partnership. And I know Nintendo is not one to put out a lot of money for licensing, um, but I'd like to see right. something in that, that genre uh, of, of rhythm games and things like that. Yeah. I wish that Nintendo would like collaborate with Konami and release like a DDR game that had like a Mario theme to it or something. Uh, And and Nintendo actually (laughs) made it good. (laughs) Right. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Oh boy. Now I'm getting like traumatic flashbacks. It's too easy. Way too easy. Well, I Babies. sucked at DDR. I never got past the first level. But. Same. I, I beat it, but I, I once tried the hardest difficulty on what was a Twinkle Twinkle Little Star on there. And I remember, I actually passed it, but I remember falling over in the floor right afterwards, too. <laughs> Josh, so, I, not all of it was easy. <laughs> I would pay so much money to watch you play expert mode to Twinkle Twinkle Little Star on DDR, on Mario <laughs> this is probably I can totally arrange ago. this. Well, we can make it, uh, I, I we can, can bring it to E3. <laughs> try it again. It's been a, um, it's been years. Um, a Patreon tier. <laughs> yeah, it was hardcore stuff. <laughs> Subscribe to our podcast, and you'll be able to watch Josh <laughs> play DDR on expert mode. <laughs> on <Twitch Poster. laughs> oh great! <sighs> oh yeah, the things people will pay for. Um, okay, well, Ryan, uh, you get to swing us back around um, for the ne- for another uh, prediction. I guess is this is this another prediction or is this like a wild pie in the sky? I think this is the wild pie in the sky one. All the above. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so with the uh, coming of the uh, the Super Switch Pro, um, we are going to be seeing uh, better graphics. And better graphics means 
more viability for the option of Nintendo expanded into the VR space. Um, you know, it's going to be a lot easier to look at a 720 screen um, in VR than it is on what we have right now in VR. Um, you know, Breath of the Wild is muddy as all get out when playing in VR. It's still fun, but, you know, I, I see an upgrade to that and it becoming a thing. Nintendo is really, really well suited to do the VR thing um, with the Switch. Um, yeah. It's it's portable. You just slap it into the headset and go, you know, and the current headset with the Labo VR, it's affordable. Um, they didn't have a head strap. You have to buy that third party to, to you know, to, to strap it to your head so you don't have to, like, hold it up with the Joy-Cons or anything like that. Um, but it's doable, and you can play those games. Um, but i just like to see Nintendo go into the VR space. And even more so, like, beyond that, see, this is kind of a, a, a uh, Switch Pro prediction or kind of, like, hyping irresponsibly here. And that is to say, like, you know, they've talked about the dock having upgradable firmware um, possibilities. Um, I-, I could almost see, like, the Switch, this new Switch model becoming what the Wii U was, where if it's in, like, you can stream to the dock and play it on, on your, your, your TV if you need to hmm. um, for the VR experience. Um, so if you have something cool. strapped to your head, it would beam it to the to the dock and then it'd show on the TV so your friends could watch you play. Um, it would be wireless because there is that technology out there right now with VR um, where you can wirelessly beam to your, your computer or your, I don't know if PlayStation necessarily has it because they have all the wires, but there's a way you can beam it to your computer and then people can watch, you know, you stream it while you're actually playing VR in your VR space. Um, you know, that's it's kind of like something that I'd like to see them take that gamepad technology uh, kind of partner it with the Switch and its capabilities. Now, this would make Switch Pro really expensive, but um, I would just really love to wow. see the VR like take take a new new leap towards that, and and Nintendo really give it a second go. Well, it's it's already been rumored that it's going to be like a hundred dollars more. So, I mean, that'd be really cool. I mean, basically, you re-release the Wii U. You're just it's just a Switch. It's just the Switch powers now. That would be. It's a Wii U you could you could actually take out of the room and go somewhere else with it and yeah. not have a worry about a disconnect, you know. <laughs> That'd be really cool to see it come full circle, wouldn't it? Yeah, definitely. I would love uh, that. Yeah, the Wii U had so much untapped potential and like it would just be amazing for them to bring back like asymmetric gameplay. There's just right. uh, there's so much that you can do with it, and it's such a shame that even Nintendo didn't even capitalize on it when the Wii U came out. So mm-hmm. um, to see uh, that kind of mm, concept get like a second win would be awesome, and I think honestly it would be great for gaming in general because it would just be so fresh in a way, even though it already came out. But for it to come back and come out with like great ideas and games that really took advantage of it, I, I think the gaming industry would be much better off because of it. It's just we we need that type of breath of fresh air because the Switch, like as much as I love my Switch, it's just going back to traditional gameplay. Like it's awesome that I can take anything anywhere, but like you know we're just going back to the same buttons and. We're playing games the, the way that we love it, but I need someone to mix it up and give me a, a new way to play things again. I, I miss that. that. That's what I love about Nintendo. They the give you a new way to play things. The gaming thing was really unique, you know? Yeah. Like being, I think in, in Nintendo Land showed it best, and heck, if they did this, maybe that's a port that comes with the Pro, um, is that I remember you doing things on your pad that everyone else looked at the TV and people couldn't see us like that Luigi's Mansion. That was probably the best mini game in there uh, mm-hmm. that they did. And 
They totally could do that. I, I think even games like Zelda, like it was so nice to just look down at the at the gamepad and use that to select things quickly, to look at your map constantly where you're going. There's a lot of great, great ideas there that I think are very useful if the system itself was better and um, that the Switch is better than the Wii U and just combine those back. I would totally pay 100 more bucks to have that. So maybe I'm maybe I was wrong. Maybe this will be called the Switch U. Would you save <laughs> up and pay a thousand for it? If it was that expensive? No, no, not a thousand bucks. <laughs> okay. I love the idea, but for a thousand, no, I don't think anyone would. I don't think it's going to be a Nintendo would never do that either. <laughs> they would never do a thousand dollar system. Yeah, that's that just goes against what they go for. I think from the very beginning, what they try to do is have the most amount of like play value in the cheapest price possible for consumers because they're they hit their stride when um, they find that price point that everyone is just like, OK, fine. So I, I anything above yeah. like. 350 is like really pushing it um so but we'll see with the switch pro like you know it's going to be more of like a niche audience it's not going to be for like little kids and families and stuff it's going to be for the the hardcore fans if it's even a thing so we'll see how that turns out yeah i see i say 400 would be the highest i think they'd go on it yeah totally yeah josh you have any comments on ryan not really at this point I'm sorry. Well, let's go back to you, Josh. What do you what what's your uh, pie in the sky wish here? Oh well, outside of Mario and Rabbids. Um, so I feel like this is almost just stupid at this point. But the pie in the sky sort of pick I, I think I would go with is again sort of a callback to the old rare Nintendo days. Of course, I want something Holla. sort of. Yeah, I, I want something sort of like a Diddy Kong Racing e game. It doesn't have to be Diddy Kong Racing, but something that that takes that genre and does something new with it. That takes like, you know, kart racing, kind of like a Mario Kart game, but does something a little more <laughs> adventurous with it, so to speak. You know, mm-hmm. I'd, um, more of a. I'm trying to think of a good comparison. Um, really, I don't know if there is one. I, I just feel like that adventure mode in Diddy Kong Racing. Um, sort of they could go back and do something more with that that yeah. they they also did something similar to that i don't know if anybody else has played it but like in the crash team racing game it's it's not as i don't feel like as big as like diddy kong racing did with it but there's an adventure mode in that as well and it's just i always thought that was kind of strange that that really hasn't been revisited in quite the same way when i feel like they could do so much more with it now and different vehicles and things like that right um so i, I would like to see that return again preferably if it was diddy kong and you know a lot of those cool characters um but that's just sort of one random thing i wish would come back i, I, I would like a good multiplayer-ish focus game like that um Amen. something something that i can play you know on the couch with my friends or online with you all um yeah. that also has a little more meat to it than say a normal mario kart would yeah Part of the appeal for, I mean, the appeal for Diddy Kong Racing for me is it's just this combination of all these things. Like, first of all, the music is incredible in that game. Um, And I just like the graphics. Like, yeah, they're not pristine or anything, but it's just something about that color palette that they chose. It's just such a happy 
combination of colors and so i like the graphics for that reason and there's lots of variety in the stages um i will say even as a kid i understood that the gameplay was a little wonky like the controls were just a little bit off and not as tight as mario kart but there's something about that that i kind of like it kind of gives you this like need to kind of conquer the controls and try to master them and still try to win the race in that way um mm. but there's conquer? just so much yeah sorry <laughs> i feel like that's not the first time i've done that too <laughs> um but yeah the the adventure mode is just so special in that game and like you said it's hard to compare it to anything else because very few other games have even attempted something like that and it's it like yeah like i mentioned the before the controls for that aren't perfect but that's kind of part of the charm i kind of liked running into a wall every once in a while or running <laughs> into a character or something it's just right. there's just something really charming about that but yeah i would love for that to happen i'm with you on it and i mean you know people in mario kart 9 honestly i wish nintendo would take their mario kart team and make another racing game with someone else like diddy kong like you know give mario kart a rest and be more experimental like because they have the formula down for mario kart that they love they have it down go take another franchise like diddy kong and do something new and and tweak that you know i think that would be cool and i would love that um i i i, I predicted diddy kong racing like three years ago diddy kong racing two and it never happened but hey who knows <laughs> I, I think it'll come it'll happen one day yeah, they could even just take Kirby and like I don't know, put him on a star and just have the controls be one button the entire time. No, please don't that's do a, that. Yeah. That's an idea there. That's an idea. <laughs> it's a bad idea. I'll tell you that much. Uh -huh. um, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I guess it brings it back to me. Um, gosh, guys, there's a lot of things. I mean, as we're talking, like I have more predictions and stuff. Um, I uh, I will say this. I didn't bring up Zelda because I think Zelda's kind of like the elf in the room. I think we all expect Breath of the Wild too. Um, so I didn't put that in my picks here. Say I had I had two things written down. Um, I guess I'll just say them both. My pie in the sky is I think Game Pass will finally come to Switch. Um, I think it's because of the Pro. I think the, I think the Pro is real. I think it's going to be able to offer more, and I think that's going to be part of it. Um, for Game Pass, which would just be um, a dream come true and fill my uh, rare itch. And then um, my other one is because of the Pro, I think um, we're going to be getting games that were like, why isn't this on the Switch? Shouldn't it be on the Switch? But they just wouldn't port it over. And I think that's the Kingdom Hearts trilogy. I think that's going to come to Nintendo Switch Pro. And um, yeah, that's my, those are my part in the skies. It, it really all, they lie on the basis of a switch pro being announced and being real um but i think those two things will happen i think those are pretty interesting uh predictions and I, they, those could happen uh one of my like mini wild card predictions is that game pass will not be coming to switch but you make a pretty compelling argument my my belief is that the Switch is just not capable of handling Game Pass because with Game Pass, from what I understand, and Josh, correct me if I'm wrong, you have to download each game, and all of those games take up a lot of memory, and the Switch does not have that much memory. And, like, yeah, you could get, like, you, you could upgrade with your memory card, but, like, I don't even think they have memory cards that could do that justice, really. So 
Um, and also, like a lot of the games on Game Pass, like the the line between what the Switch can handle and what the Switch definitely can't handle is a little blurry. So they'd have to really think about like, okay, Gears of War definitely can't be on the Switch, but Spiritfarer can, and already is, but whatever, you know what I mean. Um, so it's like where how how would they be able to get that service there if like some of the games can handle it some of the games can't be handled on the switch so i don't know but um i i don't think that it's unrealistic maybe it's a uh more of a cater towards nintendo like they put pat games on the past that cater to the nintendo crowd per se mm, that's true just to make yeah. more money you know like you would see all the rare games on there you would see just select titles from xbox head studios you know maybe you did see halo games on there things like that right. but like um just to uh right. be its own unique thing on there for microsoft to make money as well so yeah like a this game pass light maybe something like that. yeah yeah new, could happen new game pass for nintendo switch yeah cool. I, I mean all they really have to do is just kind of drag and drop the games that they think the switch could handle but sure. i mean I'm not a tech wizard. It's probably way more complicated than that. So it, it <laughs> it's very possible that it's like just on uh like almost impossible to happen, but it could also be possible. We just don't know. So um yeah, that'd be pretty cool though. Thank you. Uh Ryan or Josh, you guys have any comments on that? Um with with Game Pass, I've always kind of wondered that myself as if you know, there's always rumors of it coming over, but obviously there's games on Xbox One, or for that matter, Series X, that Switch just plain out could not handle. Um, so maybe like you all were saying. Maybe. Uh, I, I would hope so. Um, and and then maybe that's possible. Um, otherwise, I would say maybe it is sort of like a specialized version of it where it's, you know, stuff before maybe Xbox One or stuff on there that it can't handle. It could probably handle like rear replay and things like that. Oh, totally. Um, so that that would be cool. Um, I don't know if I see that happening. That seems kind of wild, but um, that's why it's a wild pick. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there has been a lot of discussion about it for whatever reason. So, you know, you never know. I'd... Uh, Jacob, what was the other thing that you said? Like the collection. I th I think Kingdom Hearts. I think the trilogy would come to Switch. I always wondered why it wasn't there. Um, and their relationship with them so strong right now, and they they brought over games that I never thought I'd see on Nintendo. Like all those Final Fantasy games are on Nintendo now, yeah. and um, Kingdom Hearts is is the one franchise that they have that like I've always wanted to play. Um, and I think the Switch could run it, but I think a Switch Pro could run it even better. So I think that. Mainly like that third game that just came out not too long ago. I think that with that, they could do a triple pack and um, bring it over. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. And it has been very strange that Kingdom Hearts hasn't really been on Nintendo. Like the traditional ones. We've had all these yeah. ones with these crazy math names. 352 divided by right. 8.6 <laughs> or some crap. Um, yeah. I don't know what that's about. We've even but, got the music game on the Switch, but game, not yeah. true. That's a good point, Josh. Yeah, yeah. we get the spinoffs. Yeah. Um. So I could see that happening, especially if Sora ends up being a character. I really don't Ooh. think that'll be happening. But I mean, that's that's why they would put him in the game, and he I has been like a huge uh, fan request. So I feel like um, Disney. 
I, th- I think Disney adds a whole other layer of complication to that. Good point. Very good point. But Disney likes money more than anyone else, so true. Sum Sum's in the uh, Aladdin and Lion King uh, games are on Switch, so Disney yep. does have some stuff on Switch, and Disney has or Square Enix has plenty of games on Switch, so I don't yeah. see it being too much too far of a cry for that. And and you know, Melody of Memories, Kingdom Hearts is on Switch, so that's that points to it. I, I think we might get a Dream Draw Distance port before we got Kingdom Hearts mm-hmm. trilogy, but. <laughs> for smash yeah, though yeah. would they want that mickey mouse key ring you know like mm-hmm. hanging why not swords keyblade I, I, why not i mean smash is huge ask why them not? well <laughs> disney would be cool whether it would be you know the nintendo side of it more i don't know i yeah. think they would i think nintendo looks up to disney and i mean back they did back in the early days they originally if you know They're, the history like they wanted to make disney um trading cards for them you know back in the day when they made cards yeah it's just like certain executives at disney make all the calls and it's just like do they have a compelling enough argument for these characters which are not really video game characters you know mickey's more of like a tv and movie character in a way although he's had some games so there's that but it's just like it, it it where Disney comes into play when it comes to them having their franchises and licenses in a Super Smash Brothers Nintendo fighting game, it's a little tricky. Crazy. But weirder things have happened, like Banjo Kazooie, who belongs to Microsoft, their competing console is a Smash character, so who knows? <laughs> Could you imagine a Kingdom Hearts level and it's just like got Toy Story characters and cinderella like how how crazy bonkers would that be yeah and i mean going back to your collection idea i mean we all know rpgs have been selling like crazy on the switch so that's uh, that's another reason so i could totally see that happening but at the same time i could have seen kingdom hearts being on a nintendo platform even earlier than this so who knows well so that leads leads us off uh i think Back to you, Chris. I think so too. Um, so I do think that I'll I'll give two very super quick, brief uh, wildcard ones. I think there's going to be a Microsoft collaboration. I don't think it's going to be Game Pass for the reasons that I mentioned, but mm-hmm. I think we'll get something. They've been teasing something, and yeah. I don't know what that is, but it's very possible that we'll just get another port of another. Microsoft game, maybe Battletoads, which is Master not unfamiliar Chief. to. Ooh, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, Master Chief Collection, very possible. I don't think that'll be it, but um, who knows? Um, and Rare Replay. I mean, we've yes. been screaming for it. We've been screaming for it. I think the Switch could handle it too. I think nearly all of the games are on were on systems that the Switch is powerful enough to handle, even like the 360. Switch could easily handle 360 games and already has. So um, so uh, I think we'll get a Microsoft collaboration. Um, mm-hmm. Ryan, were you going to say something? Just um, recently Nintendo had to strike down some some things that were going to come to light in the Epic versus Apple um, about involving dealings with Microsoft and Nintendo. So that yeah. might blend a little bit oh. to what you're saying there. So. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's probably what subconsciously was in the back of my mind um, with that. Yeah, that's a good point. Thanks. There's definitely smoke. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And like, I believe that even in 
uh, a more recent promotional video that they had. I don't know what it was for, but I guess one of the Microsoft execs had like a switch in the background and yeah, like, yeah. Microsoft would not be okay with that um, unless there was something going on there. So we'll see. I, like I said, who knows what it could be? There's no way of knowing, but um, I think a, a port of a game that's already existed could be a possibility. I think that's like more realistic, but I think there's something more than that. If you're teasing a Nintendo collaboration like that, there's something a little stronger than that. And it could They're just be courting. What's that? They're definitely courting each other in some form or fashion. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm glad that it's been happening progressively with the the banjo and smash with Minecraft and smash with Ori with Cuphead with all these little things it's been very cool to see that um, get even stronger I never would have predicted that but it's it's very cool to see what can happen when two competing companies even though they're competing when they work together there's like this win-win relationship that can benefit both of them so that's been pretty cool but yeah. um, my wild card prediction it's it's very simple I think we're gonna get Pikmin 4 uh, Pikmin 3 came out last year. It was a pretty random port. And um, I think that there is interest in reviving Pikmin. They have mentioned that they're making this app. They have mentioned that they're trying to make more you know, animated things with their franchises and licenses and series, whatever I'm trying to say. Yeah. And, uh, it was mentioned before that Pikmin 4 was basically done in like 2014. Mm -hmm. Miyamoto confirmed it. So... Where is that game? Why would they be sitting on it if they spent that much time on it? Especially if it was like on the Wii U, that was like, a lot, you know, a lot of money and work went into that. But yep, Pikmin Four. I think it's going to happen. Okay, I could see that. I mean, I think people have been kind of guessing that the last handful of years because we we you know because of those what he said and. Um, because it's been a while, but Pikmin 3 just sold, became the best-selling game in the franchise when it released on Switch. It just saw a new life. Um, and if Pikmin 4 is done, maybe they're waiting for Pikmin 3 to see how the sales were, you know, and um, then turn around and release this new one. So yeah. I, could, I, I could see it happening. Yeah, because, I mean, it was made for the Wii U after Pikmin 3 came out, and by the time that game would have come out, the Wii U was an absolute failure across the board. Yeah. Like everyone knew it. So it's like, why would we release this game if we know it's only going to sell a certain amount of copies and maybe not even that much? So I think their releasing of Pikmin 3, like I mentioned before, was their way of kind of getting us familiar with the franchise. And believe it or not, I know a lot of people that have Pikmin 3 who are not gamers like you and I. These are very casual people and they love it uh -huh. so i think yeah. there's a market there for it so um I, I i have nothing beyond what i've already said to to back this up and this is definitely more of like a wild card and a wish kind of thing but i think it it really could happen so and i i hope that it cool. does me too well guys i mean that brings us to the end of this uh, e3 predictions episode so, yeah, you can always find us on Facebook, uh, Nintendo Nostalgia. Of course, we have our group over there, the Nintendo Nostalgia Chat, so feel free to jump in there and join us with all of that nonsense. Um, on Twitter, we are at Nintendo underscore NOS, and we are the same on Instagram. Oh, and I have also started a little TikTok channel um, for Nintendo Hello. Nostalgia. 
we're going to see where that goes. Just something sort of fun here on the side and see what you guys maybe would like to see more of. Um, got a couple videos up on there now, so go check that out. And also, if you guys wanted to give us any comments or feedback or anything, you can always leave us a voicemail or send us an email. So uh, these details are going to be in this episode's description. But just in case, our voicemail is 317-969-5690. And our email address is nintendonostalgiain at gmail.com. And we always love to hear from our listeners. Uh, I believe next week our episode is going to be based on Wario Land 4 for the Game Boy Advance. So if you have anything that you wanted to say about that, feel free to reach out. Or you can just send us a comment or anything about whatever is on your mind. Perfect. Yes, guys, thank you so much. And we'll see you all at uh, Enjoy. And may your wishes come true. Yes. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Later, Preston. Want to know a surefire way to tick off our fans? Uh, mm, kind of. Remind them that they lost the game. <laughs> I'll leave that to you. <laughs> okay, I, I can't see anything. Uh, open your eyes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what? King, um, yeah. Rome or whatever. No. King of the Red Lions. Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay, I got it. I, like I got it. <laughs> uh, this guy I know has um, that fish that uh, from Wind Waker. Oh yeah. Stupid thing, so much food. What's that? Tingle I've fed that stupid fish so much. Yeah. <laughs> I like that guy though. Kaboom! Choo choo! Kaboom! Sploosh. Sploosh. Someone said sploosh? Sploosh. You know, like the stuff from Holes. No, they got...